ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody's doing well. This is episode 76 of the podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. Like I said initially, I'll be honest, I'm still thinking if it's episode 76 or not. And I may have botched that, but we're going to keep it moving. This is the BDE Radio Podcast. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Um, we got a few good topics. It might be a shorter podcast, but with us, you never know. It, it's, sometimes we'll just be doing a podcast where like, damn, we don't have much to talk about. And then we're an hour and 20 minutes in, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess we can do that now. But um, thank you guys for hanging out with us, man. Another beautiful weekend coming up. Um, like I said, there, there's a few hitting subjects that we're going to dabble in. We got Olympics. We got Aaron Rodgers. We got a few different things that we're going to we're gonna touch up on and, and, and give our takes on it and shed a little light on some scenarios, and, and then we're going to keep it moving. But, um, uh, yeah, it, it might be a shorty. But regardless, my name's Cam. I'm your co-host. That always does the intro, unless I'm not here. Alongside me, as always, is Ryan, a.k.a. Groobs, a.k.a. The Goat. How are you, brother? Good, man. Another week is done. Uh, ready for the weekend, yeah. as always. Going to play some golf. Going to get some Delta Club seats, which is like the all-inclusive at the Braves game on Sunday. So pumped about that. Um, Hell yeah. Happy to be back in Atlanta. Um, I was in Indy, Indy last weekend. Uh, I will say the one good thing about Indianapolis is I could sports gamble. So that was pretty fucking cool. It was good to be back. Uh, the degeneracy was in full force. Lost 100 bucks. Uh, and we'll be betting. Let's just talk about it. Hey, let's just talk. Give us the story, right? All right. Now. So, I mean, hey, you got your first weekend back with real cash on right. the line. How'd it go, man? But give me the breakdown, bet by bet. What happened? All right. So, we start off the weekend. I'm like, fuck it. We're going to really go for it. 100 bucks, whatever. You know, that's what I put into the account. So we're going to go for it first night. Bet all 100 bucks. Um, don't do too hot. You know, I go like, I can't remember what it was. It was like four and eight or something like that. I, I ended up with 60 bucks. I lost 40 bucks the first night. So that's Friday, whatever. Keep it moving. Saturday, I already told you this story, but I uh, ended up losing 30, 40 bucks that day. And then the next day, I just parlayed it all into something to win like 400 bucks, lost that. But the one I on Saturday, I, uh, you know, bet on the Braves. Uh, live bet, live bet. I took the total under because, you know, the Braves hadn't been hitting the ball and it got up to 11. So I was like, all right, that's not going to happen. They scored another run. It got up to 12. I was like, all right, that's not going to happen and double down. <laughs> and here we go. And we get into about the sixth or the seventh inning and the Braves decided to put up Fucking 15 runs. Game ends up yeah. at like 15 to 3. So tough bet there. Uh, and then my other ones, you know, they kept me afloat. I won like two more that night. If I wouldn't have uh, bet the Braves game and put like 40, 50 bucks down, I would have, you know, gone 2 0 that night. So I would have been back up to like 80 bucks and could have, you know, gone back over positive. But hey, sometimes your eyes are a little bit bigger than your fucking, or your heart's a little bit bigger than your brain. So. It'd be like that, bro. And sometimes, you know, the Braves actually hit the fucking ball. Unlike last It'd night. It'd flat out be like that, dude. Um, but that's, hey, that's sports gambling in a nutshell right there. Sometimes you do good. If you don't, hey, sometimes if you don't bet on the game you want to bet, you win. But it was nice to be entertained for a little bit. I was, I mean, girlfriend was up my ass because I was, you know, on my phone a lot. But, hey, you know, that was my little entertainment for the weekend. I pre-warned that this was going to happen. I said, this is just a little taste of what's going to happen on the weekends during the fall. So buckle up. But uh, it was yeah, good. I mean, that is that, that is what we're going to be doing, bro. Right. I'm excited as shit about the fall. I'm going to have to be using your bookie because I will say the one good thing about like legalized sports gambling was the fact that it was just so easy. You didn't have to yeah. deal with a bookie. You didn't have to use some shit fucking website that you have to use through the bookie. It was a real mobile sports gambling setup. Very user-friendly. Very easy to use. And it, it was really nice to, to deal with that. How if you, if you want to make a withdrawal, how quick do you get your money? I think you can get it within 24 hours. Really? Yeah, but so the deal is, though, you have to initiate the withdrawal within that state. 
So, like, if I was to come home and try and withdraw it, I wouldn't be able to because it's not legal here. Right. So I had to do it while I was in Indiana. So I didn't bet Monday when we left. So I gave myself Sunday. That was my last. Thankfully, on Sunday, you know, it's afternoon games for baseball, and it's a crapshoot. But yeah. I, I thought about getting into some of the Olympic stuff. Um, I heard the stat, if you, like, bet on the favorites or something like that, you're going to win a lot. Um, but apparently that wasn't happening a whole lot. So I just, I stayed away with it, stay away from it. Cause I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. I feel that dude. I, um, like the swimming's been my hit last or miss, little apparently. fiasco. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after my three card poker fiasco, I've just kind of dialed it back. Hadn't been putting any bets out there lately. They said, Hey, Hey, got some advice from the down. boys. The boys, uh, they said, just don't bet too much. Wait until football season. That's what I'm going to do from here on out. I'm going to wait until, you know, September 4th or I guess technically week zero. I mean, there's it's going to be weird. That first week, there's like not any good games. I mean, we can look at it. Yeah, I mean, let's just talk about betting for just a split. Yeah, look at pull up week zero real quick for college football. It's really weird. Um, I'm not going to bet no preseason games. That's not happening. Because those games are just oh, atrocious. no. You got week zero pulled up. No, I didn't save my login info. Oh, no. Well, week zero, oh, zero is like a bunch good. of, you know, group of five lower tier teams that, you know, some action type games. And again, like we talked about last week, it's going to, or two weeks ago, it's hard to bet these kind of games when you don't know the teams yet. You don't know if they're going to be explosive or not. That's the damn truth. Because it, Wait a minute, bro. What is my password, bud? Oh, no. Cam is a locked out of his bookies. Not only on my browser. I'm in it on my phone. Okay, we'll just pull it up on your phone. Shine, look up week zero. All right. Um, let's see. We got... NCAA football, week one is the only one that pops up. Oh, interesting. I mean, technically it's week but one. August but August 28th, yeah, it starts there. We got Connecticut, Fresno State, yep. New Mexico State, UTEP, UCLA, Hawaii, Illinois, Nebraska. Yeah, like that. U- the UCLA game might be the de- most decent one. Yeah, I agree. Hey, we're just going to parlay all four of those and see what happens. <laughs> I know I'm, I I'm going to be betting on that. Uh, on the on the Hawaii UCLA over whatever that I mean, is. more than likely. I mean, that's Chip Kelly. He doesn't know how to teach defense. And you in Hawaii just throws the ball all over the field. Well, is June Jones still there? I don't know, but that's just they're they're do or die. Uh, June Jones is at SMU now, but we'll God see this week one. It's hard to fucking bet on shit, except for Alabama yeah, line. That's true. That's true. So. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, betting, it was fun to be a degenerate again a little bit. I mean, a little stressful, but I don't miss that. But it was it was fun. I, I mean, we got to explore Indy a little bit, which was kind of cool. Saw Lucas Oil. It's a big ass stadium. Looks like just a really? big ass building. It doesn't look. How like is a, Indianapolis? You know, I said this to my girlfriend. I said it reminds me of a bigger Birmingham. It's very residential. There's really? a lot of houses everywhere. And that's like, kind of okay. like how I feel like Birmingham is. But it's sure. just a little yeah. bit bigger of a city. I mean, it's actually bigger than Atlanta when it comes to population. But, I mean, it's okay. I didn't get to go out or do anything like that. So I didn't get to see, like, the bar scene or anything. Um, and I didn't go to, like, the super, super uppity part of town or anything like that either. So um, it was cool. I mean, it's very residential, you know. Not a Did whole. Did you drive? Yeah, I drove it. How was how was how was that? Seven and a half hours. It really wasn't that bad, but but yeah. by the time we got to Chattanooga, I was ready to get out of the car. Oh, I feel you, bro. So, I mean, we could have flew, but I mean, it saved us money, so I'm not complaining. Hey, that's more important, dude. The older you get, the more you realize that. Yeah, but Andy was cool. I mean, we had a great time seeing her sister and whatnot, but. Sports gambling was fun. I feel that, bro. Yeah, hey, I'll just I'll hook you up with my guy. We'll, we'll take care of you over here. Oh, is that how we're gonna do it? We're gonna be on the same book, and we're just gonna go from there. 
Let's dog it. Yes, sir. <laughs> hashtag beat hashtag beat the bookie is gonna be in full effect come the fall. All right. I mean, that's gonna be the that's what we're gonna call the series, beat the bookie. That's gonna be the segment. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the segment for sure. Not to get confused with beating the bookie, who is a guy I follow on Twitter. Oh, is it really? Yeah, beating the bookie, not beat the bookie. Rip. Yeah. You hate to see that. He's he's well, actually incredibly good at sports handicapping. Oh, we need to talk to him then. Um, <laughs> so, news on the MLB front. we got a trade deadline coming up. Yep. What are the hot stories? Joey Gallo to the Yankees. That was the big trade so far that's actually happened. But the one that's going to usurp that one is Max Scherzer is minutes away from joining the San Diego Padres, which he had a no-trade clause, and he told the Nationals he will not go to a team that is not a contender. And needless to say, the Padres are a fucking contender right now. Granted, they are third in their division, but that's just because their division is crazy this year for some reason. Who else is in their division? San Fran and uh, San Fran, who is leading, and then the Dodgers, who are like a game or two back. I was about to say, who? How many games back are the Pods? Hold on. Pods, yeah, you just pulled you pulled up. I could be wrong. You know, the Pirates and or the Dodgers and the Giants could have switched by now, but I still think the Giants are in the lead. Giants are in the league. They're actually playing right now, and Giants are up four nothing. Um, Giants are ahead of the Dodgers about two games. Yep. Padres are five and a half back, three and a half from the Dodgers. Now pull um, up the wild, the card? wild card. Look yeah. like? It's definitely the Dodgers and the Padres, in my opinion. Just going off what I what I kind of know. Because there's nobody really good from the Central. There's obviously nobody good from the East right now. So it has to be yeah, those, three, it's, um, those two teams. It's literally it's the Dodgers and the Padres. There's going to be three people out of that one division. Oh, 100%. Teams. I mean, that's how it's been since like the first month of baseball. The third-place team's five games behind them. Yeah. I mean, the deadline, I think, is the 31st. Um, or, no, I think it's actually tonight. Um, but, it, I mean, there's no telling what's going to happen. I mean, this late-night shit happens all the time. Yeah. But Gallo, you, um, Gallo to the Yankees is pretty big. Do you think the, ba- the Braves turn it around in the second half? They're only four games back. So... They had a really good opportunity to be two games back if they would have won yesterday. Um, I don't see them adding anybody. So, um, I mean, they tried to go get Adam Duvall, who was on the team last year. It was bad to let him go, um, obviously, in hindsight. Um, breaking news, sorry. SEC votes unanimous. unanimous they voted the Big 12, uh, Oklahoma, and OU to join the, the league unanimously. Okay, let me let's just redo that. Let me go to the. Is it on ESPN? You <laughs> yes. ignorant asshole. SEC right. votes unanimous, unanimously to extend. Unanimously, I can't talk. Unanimously, right now. it's been a long day. Dude. Unanimously, yes. So fourteen to zero vote to extend invitations to Big Twelve co-founders Oklahoma and o- in Texas to join their league. So you in Texas are coming. Coming. I can't talk right now. What the fuck, dude? What a wild. <laughs> Unbelievably fast-paced story. One week. Now, granted, this has probably been going on. Nobody knew anything about this until what last week. Last week, and that was because they probably leaked. They let this leak. I guarantee this has been under wraps for three or four months now, but they let this leak. That is crazy as shit. The fact that something like this could stay under wraps in 2021. In the internet Miracle. era is insane. Miracle, dude. I mean, college football is forever changed, um, for sure. Now, I will say this about Texas: um, if they actually would have been worth a shit, this would have never happened. You don't think? In the last ten years, if they would have been worth a shit and was actually winning, why the fuck would they leave? Well, you got to ask the same question about Oklahoma then. They're, Oklahoma's kicking ass. Oklahoma's so doing it purely for the money. Texas don't need the money. If They uh, they would have definitely stayed and because they had all the weight in the world in the Big 12. They had their own network, for God's sake. But they're coming to the SEC for the money and just, just because of playoff expansion as well. Right. But, again, if they were winning, I guarantee they would not come over. 
So, I mean, if they couldn't win the Big 12, I don't see how they think they're going to win the SEC. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think it's about that initially. I think for them, it's, this is, dude, this is so good for Texas in terms of recruiting because they were already getting decent recruits with a shit team. Right. I mean, they're Texas. Their market, their market's just gigantic. You know, I mean, they're in the biggest state in in, in the in the lower forty eight, excluding California. Right. And the talent pool is just—they don't have to leave their state to get some of the best recruits in the country. Now, I will say, so like the top four, top eight, four out of the top eight in the last few years have gone to Alabama from Texas. So they're not even well, going what? to Texas because they weren't in the SEC. Is my point? Yeah. I think now that they're in the SEC, they're gonna. These kids are. They, they can position it like this. Okay, do you want to go to Alabama? Yes. Uh, what are the cons to Alabama? You may not play immediately, um, but you're gonna win championships more than likely. Um, but the con to that is you're not gonna be playing in front of a bunch of people that you know. You're not sure. your family. You're 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 not close to your family. Would what about this? We have a bigger market. Than Alabama, we make more money. Let's they do. Let's call it what it is. They do. We make more money being five and five than Alabama is thirteen and zero. Um, you're gonna have the best of the best in facilities. You're gonna have the best of the best in um, nil exposure, and now you're in the best conference in the country. Right. Do you want to play for your home team or not? Yeah, and I think you're. That's you're, really gonna. That's how you're gonna have to position it. I think you're right. Um, I think now it it will it honestly it, it, of course it benefits in recruiting for them um, mainly just because kids were leaving Texas to go play in the SEC to play the good yeah. teams now that excuse is no longer there they don't want to go to Texas now they just don't want to go to Texas but if they want to stay in what, Texas dude? they were going to A and M dude the SEC West just turned into the weak 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 link well I don't think because Auburn and Alabama is coming to the or the East. I don't think we're having divisions. I I seriously believe we're doing pods. You really think that? I I think we're doing that pods. That looks like shit to me, dude. I think it's better because the way you do the, it is now, you play somebody like every eight years. Like we just played A and M, but how long has A and M been in the conference? Georgia hasn't visited A and M since seven. they joined. It's like it's, it, A and M doesn't exist for us. So like you play them every that eight years. That is interesting. So if you do the pod system, you can play two teams out of each pod every year and rotate that. You're going to play those teams every two or three years now. If and you to do this now with adding these two teams, the SEC has to move to nine uh, conference games. They have to move to nine. It's the only way it works. Well, they've proven that well, they have no problem playing ten. Right. So nine, and I nine think nine the product from last year was so much better. I mean, it was grueling. Don't get me wrong, but it was such Definitely a better does, product. Bro. Yeah, I mean, it was electric. You don't have the Akron versus Auburn bullshit. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you go look at week Give two me- right now, week two is fucking atrocious. Is because nobody's playing. They're all playing their you know, cornball, cheese Who puff games. Playing? Because Auburn's leading with Akron, so yeah, you might. I don't think that's the Penn State week, easier. is it? I think Penn State's. After I think that. no. I think that is Penn, Penn State. So actually. you might. That might be the only good game that week. That's probably the premier game. Let's be honest. But like we're playing UAB. Alabama's playing some shit team. Oh, looks like no. It's a bye, so they have a bye week. Yeah, bro. I told you. There's nothing week two. Auburn week two has a wait. Wait, no, they don't. They're playing. Oh no, they're playing. A, they're playing Alabama State. See. I'm telling you, dude, dude, Auburn's schedule is so weak. Who they're they play? playing, Penn dude, State. they're playing Akron. Wait a minute, Akron, bud. Penn State. They're playing Akron, Alabama State, Penn State, Georgia State. Those are the four first oh games. My God, and then LSU, which is dog water. <laughs> And then Georgia right after that. I'm and assuming, then right? then Georgia right after that one. Yeah, that's gonna be the 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 first meaningful. Game. Well, Penn State. I think I'm sleeping on Penn State, but like well, Penn State was like what th- three and seven last year or three and four I've last seen year. A, yeah, I've seen a I've seen a better product out of Penn State Penn State uh, lately, but or, or or a few years back. But um, 
Yeah, that that is a weak ass schedule, bud. They play A and M and and Georgia. LSU, A and M, and Georgia. They LSU's dog shit, but it is LSU at home. It's at home. It's at LSU or at Auburn. Yeah, it's at LSU. So that that makes it just you give them a touchdown Uh, there. Yeah, that's unwinnable. Um, even when Auburn's the best and they're the worst. I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting year for Auburn with Harson. It'll be interesting. What the fuck? This is the easiest schedule ever. So, hey, that's a they good. Go to he's gonna he's gonna go be going into LSU four and for sure, or three and one at you least. Would, you would, yeah, you would definitely three and one. Yeah, you would think, dude. All right, so they have one. They have two difficult road games all year. LSU and or an A and M. Yeah. And A and M just lost their quarterback. Did they? Yeah, Kellen Mond. Oh yeah, sorry. I was like, did something just happen that he somebody just blow an ACL out? No, no, no. Kalamon's gone. Yeah, I know, but their, somebody, for some reason, a is really, a lot of people are high on them. They Some people think they're going to beat Alabama and be the SEC West champions. I don't see that. No, that's not. <laughs> I, hey, no. that's not happening. Uh, Bryce that's Young and them will figure it out. That Alabama defense is going to be pretty damn good this year. Let me tell you something. Alabama's going to steamroll everybody again. Yeah, probably. But it is at Auburn. That Iron Bowl is going to be a dogfight. Ooh, that may be another one of those games we go to. You, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be there. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're you're more than welcome to come and bring your friends. I mean, if we tailgate like we did last time, I'm you know I'm there. And hey, I'll come. Well, I'll then, come for the Georgia game too. Well, then you'll be there then because I'll be there. Yeah. If we go to the Georgia, if you game, go. I'm in October 9th. I'm a uh, October 9th. I'm gonna have to talk to my old lady, but uh, depending on what Alabama's doing that week, um, I I could I could pull some strings. Problem is we need a place to stay. We don't, no, that's not a that's not a problem, bud. We don't have Tyler no more. We don't. Hey, we don't have the trailer no more. Oh, Alabama's in a it's a bye week. Well, there hey. we go. Hey, wait, that's Baby, their bye if you listen to this. I've probably already talked to you about this. Um, I'm thinking about going to Auburn that weekend. Um, so yeah. Um, I like. Uh, I don't. I don't know how I feel about the pods. I've also haven't I haven't del I haven't delved into it enough to really have an opinion. So knee jerk reaction, I don't like it, but I like it. Whatever. I like it better than the divisions. And that's not just because Alabama and Auburn are coming over anyways. We play y'all every year. Um I just like it. I think it's a better product because you'll have better matchups every single year. Who's so winner of each pod? So that that pod was what summer? I sent you was that was Yeah. That was per. That was what one one guy put that they would. I don't like that because then again, there again, you're adding another game. Um, I still think you just go with the best two teams out of the entire conference and just go from there. Kind of how the Big Twelve does it now, where they don't have divisions and it's just the top two teams play each other. Um, I I don't know how you handle it if you have two tied teams. Um, that would be interesting. So I think that's the way you do it, but I don't see them doing a mini playoff unless they continue to expand because that is a possibility. Who's to say they don't go poach, you know, uh, who who can we throw out there? North Carolina and Clemson. Dude, if they got North Carolina, hey, North Carolina's a good team, bro. They are this year. Especially with old buddy at the helm, the quarterback and that Sam Howell and Mac Brown and that that Mac Brown legend, he's a stud. Dude. I, I, it's it's very interesting seeing that program turn around this quickly. North Carolina's legit, bro. I watched them play Miami and fuck them. Hey, they they were they a good overbet last year. Shit! Oh, dude, they were electric on the offense, dude. Yeah, they didn't. That running back was good, bro. Sam Howell's electric as hell. Yeah. They they got a good program. They'll dude. win their they'll win the other side of the ACC. Clemson will win theirs. I don't even think they play each other in the regular season. Like that's kind of, that's the kind of stuff I hate right there. It's like the two best teams aren't even playing, and that's why I like the pod system because we can have better matchups like that. You can have a potential for you know you're not every year you're not having the two best teams play each other until the championship game, and it might be a fucking cakewalk to that. Like. Clemson, for example. So you prefer you prefer to have the two best teams play in the regular season? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a better matchup. I mean, like, you look last year, uh, Georgia and Alabama playing a regular season. That was an electric game. I just want better games is what I'm getting at. 
I don't want to play Vanderbilt every year. I don't. I'll say we just get rid of Vanderbilt. Send them to the damn Sunbelt. You say that, but then you look at other sports and they bring a good school academia. Send them send them to the damn to the damn uh Hey, that football program AAC. is atrocious. Put them in the damn AAC, bud. Yeah. Well apparently the AAC is trying to poach the rest of the Big Twelve teams. Oh. Imagine if the AAC had Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, TCU, Baylor. I don't see yeah, that happening. I don't see the AAC becoming a power conference. I just don't see that. Hell, if anything, they're going to have Cincinnati leave, Houston leave. Like, those are teams that are going to leave. Now, I do see West Virginia going to the a- a- uh, ACC. I can 100% see that. It makes more sense. And then Iowa State, and who was the other one? Kansas. Kansas is an interesting one just because of basketball, but going to the Big Ten. That's the rumor. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird one. Yeah, that's a real weird one. I say Kansas, you just send them to the dam. Just 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 cancel their football program. Yeah. Especially with all the shit going on with Les Miles. Was there some shit going on with him? Some sexual allegation crap. Oh no. Didn't know that. Who you been smashing, Les? Not good stuff. You hate to hear that. Yeah, there's some that stuff. Some weird things going on there at Kansas and some of it goes back to his times at LSU, too, apparently. Hell, yeah. Allegedly. Get it done. Allegedly. He's been, he's, been, he's been eating grass over there. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget when he ate that grass on that field, bro. He does. He did it before every game. The Mad dude, Hatter. When he, first, dude, when he first started it, bro, I was dying. This is how he clapped. Look. Open hands. Like, really weird. Yeah, he was. He just leaned over and bite his bottom lip. Yep. Fucking weirdo. I love that, dude. I love it. I don't miss Les Miles. I will say God, Spurrier, Spurrier came out with a quote about Texas. He said, well, if they can't win in the Big 12, they ain't going to win in the SEC. Spurrier with the hot takes already. Dude, how wild is this? So, you know that Sunia Lee? She won the Olympic individual all around in Tokyo for USA. She won gold. Oh, did she? I She's. Won. Her name's Sunisa Sunisa Lee. Okay. She's an incoming freshman at Auburn. Yeah. She's not even in in college. Well, yeah. I mean, it's gymnastics. These kids, these, I mean, 14-year-olds are out there doing that shit. That's nutty. Like, Simone Biles won Olympics when she was 16. That's insane. Yeah. Gymnastics is a weird sport, dude. It's a weird sport. That is, it's called a youth sport. Yes. Jesus, bro. It's called Pony League. Pony League? What the hell? Yeah, Pony League's like when you were 12 through 14 years old. And you played you played like baseball. Gotcha. Before middle school before middle school ball was a thing. I don't remember it was what a, we called it, was, it here. It was a league it was a league called Pony League. It's a true story. Um yeah, but I segueing into the Olympics. What's going on with the Olympics? I haven't watched a single event. I haven't read a single news article. I I'm out of touch. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I haven't either. <laughs> um, I haven't watched much either. Uh, apparently, we won surfing, which is the first year for surfing. Um, we had a guy win skateboarding. He, well, not win. He came in third with a broken ankle. Um, watched an interview with him today. He said it was really cool. Um, golf is happening tonight. It's really weird because it's Tokyo. It's Japan. It's 12 hours ahead of us. So everything's happening now or was happening this morning. And it gets broadcast later in the night. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, outside of the Simone Biles stuff going on, I, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, swimming's been a hit or miss. Uh, none of the, a lot of the favorites aren't winning. Katie Ledecky apparently won the women's fifteen hundred meter, which apparently is a crazy long race, and she won that, so that's good. I honestly haven't watched it at all because it's it's really hard to watch. Apparently, um, it's. Through Peacock, it's not even like really on the TV. Yikes! Um, we uh, USA men's basketball fucking lost to France. I don't know what the hell is going on with them, but Pop needs to get them. I mean, they're missing. Yeah, they're Coach getting K. bodied, bro. They're getting bodied. But they smoked Iran, so there's that. I guess they're back. They play uh, Czech Republic, so on, I think on Sunday. So. They have a chance to get back. If they win that, they're into the title round or the medal round. 
If they lose, there's like a hard path for them, apparently. I don't know. But we should dominate. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's the NBA. Literally, yeah, the sport was developed and popularized where we are. Right. What the hell are we doing losing? Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know, man. It's weird. Why isn't LeBron playing? I don't know. I mean, do you really think he was going to play after you complained about them uh, not having a lot of time off last year? I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. And he's also old. He's about to be 37 years old. Yeah, I mean, he's too. He's more worried about Space Jam too, boy. Uh, he obviously wasn't worried enough to fucking learn how to act. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I haven't watched it, dude. Let's it's look bad. at reviews. It's bad. You do that. I'll I'll pull up the Simone Biles stuff while you pull that up. Uh, so Simone Biles backed out this week um, of the team all around and then the individual all around as well. Um, she stated it came out that she was injured and then they said it was a mental issue and then it came out that it was a mental health issue. Um, and she, she she made a statement that she didn't want to, you know, let down her team. She didn't feel right. All these things. And, of course, you have everybody coming out saying she quit on her team. She quit on her teammates, all that stuff. She should deserve the medal, yada, yada, yada. So, of course, all these hot takes come out. And then the real thing comes out the next day that it was something called the twisties, which essentially is like getting the yips or the shanks. Um, If you play golf, it's the shanks. If you play baseball or anything else, it's the yips. Um, it's essentially she just lost her confidence in the air. So she, you have a mind-body connection. You get used to it um, while you're doing all these flips and things, and certain movements can throw that off. And essentially that's what's happened to Simone, and she just doesn't felt, she hasn't felt right since. Um, she, it's a lack of confidence, essentially what it is. If you've ever been in a traumatic situation, say um, – Say you got uh, bucked by a horse really hard. Um, you might not have the confidence to get back on that horse and go for it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Say you get you get bean really hard in the head. You're going to have some some qualms about going back in that batter's box. So it's something similar to that. She, I mean, she could get really hurt doing this. So she backed out. Um, the girl that came in, uh, Jordan Childs, murdered it. They, got, they still got silver, so... It sucks not seeing her out there, and it's a lot. It's really selfish for a lot of people saying that uh, there that she's she's being selfish. You just want to see her perform, and we all did, obviously. But I don't know. But there there were some things I took issue with myself, um, saying that you couldn't handle the pressure, that you're under immense pressure and stuff. Like you you play a sport or you you perform a sport. Every athlete is under pressure at the highest level. You're in the Olympics. This is your Super Bowl. You're under pressure no matter what. So to say you couldn't handle the pressure, there's immense amount of pressure, yeah, that's expected. That's every athlete. Any athlete that's um, been in the Super Bowl, any athlete that's been in Game 7 of the World Series, NBA championship, um, Game 7, you know, buzzer beaters, that, that kind of stuff happens all the time. So yeah, I don't agree with that if, as being a reason. That, and that was the original thing that came out the first time when she made a statement that there was a lot of pressure, all this stuff. And then it came out that she had the twisties, and that made a whole lot more sense. And that's what should have been said from the beginning. Like, hey, I have zero confidence in this right now. I don't trust my uh, my mind-body connection right now with me in the air. Um, I could get really hurt, so we're going to sit this one out. Yeah. I mean... If what you're saying is true, definitely withdraw. Right. Imagine she's doing the floor, the pla- like the what's it called, the the floor floor routine, and she does the some crazy routine. shit in the floor and routine. She does some out of control shit, and then she lands on her leg wrong and just snaps it. Exactly. I mean, have you watched that video of that one girl? I think it was an Alabama gymnast or yes. whatever. And she, yes. She blows her knees out. She just breaks both of her legs. Yep. Ugh. <laughs> I'm out, bro. Yeah. No, sir. You won't see, dude. I I remember watching it. It was like it was yesterday. I was young. And you know that, uh, I forget what they call it, but it's the pole with the two handles and they do a bunch of twisting on it. Palm horse. The horse, the something horse. Yeah, palm horse. Yeah, that guy. Well, there was this dude, white dude. I remember it, bro. He was chalked up 
doing his thing, doing his thing, doing his thing, and then he like he like spins and he and he like comes off of it like he was scared. And I was like, oh, shit. that's crazy. He must have about he was, he must have been got got a little hand. Yeah. And he like holds his hand up and one of his fingers are just pointing totally sideways. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> Imagine training three months and or three years and eleven months, and then getting on the horse and just breaking your th- or your finger, and it's all over. That's insane. Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't watch gymnast routines ever anymore because I'm horrified to see stuff like that. I hate watching looking at crooked limbs. I do too. Like Connor, bro, that Connor fight. I was like, oh no. Dude, they kept showing that shit. Dude, I watched it live. Bro. I did too. When he was on, when he no, when he was on his ground, when he was on the ground, and like. Like he moved his leg and you could see it flop a little yes, bit. Yes, I know. I was watching oh, it too. Oh hell! I, that was before the instant replay even came up. Yeah, and, and then I was like, "Oh, was his just... shit, his shit snapped, bro." That was like, uh, no. what was the dude who, for Louisville who went up for a shot, came down as the bone? Kevin Ware. Oh, I hate that shit. Yeah, I don't mess with that. But yeah, I don't watch gymnast routines like that now because of it. <laughs> I see. I like watching it because they do some crazy shit. Yeah, but they also might end up breaking some crazy shit. That too, and that's why she backed out. And I'm okay with like that. Like they're femurs. I right, what? What are your take? What's your take on the the judges scoring her things lower on purpose? I is that true? Why, I don't know. I what was the context on that? I haven't read a whole lot on it. Apparently, I don't know. They don't score it correctly because I think they still score her the way that they score other people but they don't add in the difficulty of the shit that she's doing is what it is. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't read up on it. I would assume that's what it is because like, uh, I know they're, that they're supposed to taking for account of the difficulty of what they're doing. And I don't think they're doing that with her to, to that much of an extent that they should be. And so she gets penalized a lot for it, but she also still dominates. So it doesn't matter. She's literally the, one of the most dominant Olympians of all time. Yeah. So. Yeah, she is. I mean, outside of Michael Phelps, she's probably the most dominant. Exactly. And Phelps is a monster. So. And Phelps won thirteen gold medals in one Olympics. Yeah. Phelps People was nuts. People want just one one bronze medal. This guy's got thirteen gold medals in one year. Well, this is also going back to this whole pressure thing that was stated, and this is where I just I get it. Like you are under a mon- amount of pressure because you got you got a whole country behind you. This is your one time every four years. That are, like the mass vast majority of people don't give a shit till the Olympics, right? So Phelps, when he raced, some of those races were you know back to back. One of his quickest turnarounds was like eighteen minutes. He did I can't remember. He did one of his races and he had to come back and do the team relay. It was eighteen minutes. So what I mean. That's all the pressure in the world there to perform for your team. So at right after you just won another medal before that, and your body's body's already broken down from that. So well, I'm sure I'll be honest with you. I'm sure that's even that's better for him relative to adrenaline. So right, I would much rather race at 18 minutes apart than three hours because the adrenaline's wore off, and then you got to rev yourself up again. And when reality is, is like. You can do a bunch of crazy shit physically when your adrenaline's going. Right. Like, I mean, you hear all these crazy stories all the time. I'm sure that guy can swim a little bit more 18, 18 minutes after. I'll say um, that. Well, the problem is it. I don't know what the race was before. If it was, it would be different if it was a 50 meter sprint versus, you know, a 200 meter. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel that. Or a stroke. But at the same time, like, they burn so many fucking calories swimming. Like, he, he remember his diet he was eating? He was eating so many calories. Yeah, he was eating crazy amounts of of Subway. That's the reason he was on the Subway. <laughs> Subway. Pizzas <laughs> and pasta from Subway. Yeah, he was just ripping the ripping that fake bread at Subway. Yeah. It's just been interesting, the hot takes that have come out. And then, of course, the other side of it, where people are saying, you know, she's a mental health leader and all this stuff. It's just like, all right, guys, cool. Here's my thing, dude. It's it's okay that she withdrew. Hey, let's put the light back on the other people that are still doing the Olympics. Exactly. And then we can worry about Simone Biles after the Olympics. Right. But for now, because the event's fucking happening now, 
let's put the spotlight back on the people that have trained just as much as Simone Biles right. to get to the Olympics because that's why they're there. Like this, you know, like this, uh, the girl you just yeah, Sunisa Lee or whatever. Yeah, I knew it was a Sue something, but her and then Jordan Childs, the girl that stepped in for Simone, absolutely murdering it. So like, let's prop that up instead of you know the somewhat quote unquote negativity. Uh, but hey, right, like, you know let's what worry sells about in the let's world. worry about Simone Biles that withdrew after the Olympics because she's not a part of the Olympics anymore. Right. Let's worry about the Olympics right now. Yeah, let's, it's let's the problem me, is everybody ESPN, likes the negative story. Give me story. some coverage. Give me some coverage on the Olympics. Not who's not in the Olympics anymore. Yeah. You know that's tough. It just sucks. Yep. It sucks that that's the only storyline I know about the Olympics. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, well, we haven't really gotten to the track stuff yet either, but. I mean, Simone Biles was the, the biggest star, so. Yeah, she was for the U.S. anyway, yeah. How long is the Olympics? A month? Uh, that's a good question. Like two weeks, I think. Two or three weeks. Okay. It's a, it's a oh, long I didn't time, know. but. Yeah. yeah, it's not a short time there. I know that. Yeah, I do know it's got to be difficult for them. Um, I'm not going to I'm going to say this, but a lot of people did this last year, a lot of athletes. Um, not performing in front of crowds, like that's still. I mean, that's gonna be difficult. But at the same time, NBA, NFL, like this is already. It's been definitely done. interesting. Yeah, like I was watching. I was watching very casually when I was somewhere. I forget where I was, but the archery and stuff. Like they were doing all these events, and it was just in empty stadiums. Yeah, you would almost want it to be like in the training facilities. But hey, to, I mean, Japan invested into this. They built all these arenas and shit, and now they can't be used. That's true. That's true. You know the uh, World Games are in Birmingham next year. Why are they in Birmingham? I have no idea, dude. That's such look, a look, random dude, spot. Look up. Hold on. We won the bid for some for some reason. Let's look up 2022 World Games. That's such a random place to go. Birmingham. The World Games 2022, Birmingham, USA, dude. Held the year following the Summer Olympic Games, the World Games 2022 will showcase a new generation of global sports in the Birmingham area. Let's oh. look it up. Oh, you go ahead and do that. Can I can I state an issue with the Olympics? Of course. Why the fuck can't we put 2021 on these things? I know it's technically the 2020 Olympics, but it's 2021. Put 2021 on. Yeah, there. that irks me. That irks me a little bit as well. You're, that's true. It's very annoying. Okay. okay, so they got roller sports. So this is the World Games. Gymnastics is a part of it. Dance, sport, roller sports, canoeing, fistball, flag football. Sign me up. Floorball, racquetball, lacrosse, corfball, handball, softball, squash, wheelchair rugby, jujitsu. Karate, kickboxing, Muay Thai, sumo, wushu, archery, billiards, belay sports, bowling, so ping pong, I think it's belay, okay. bullis, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Sorry if I'm butchering that. Powerlifting, tug of war, <laughs> air sports, canoeing again, duathlons, fin swimming, flying... Flying disc. Oh, it's ultimate frisbee. Life saving. What? Orienteering roller sports again. Water skiing and wakeboarding and sport climbing. Sign me up some, for some damn corfball. Dude, no cap, bro. I will 100% go watch me some weird shit, bro. <laughs> Dude, there was some. What the fuck is corfball? Dude, give me some corfball, bro. I'm what in. What is corfball? And it's all happening at the BJCC. Corfball is. Hey, let's go. Let's go watch that shit. Let's hey, let's go dominate little, some handball too. This is what we do, podcasters. This is what we do. We don't have anything to talk about, and then something crazy like this happens. Corfball is a ball sport with similarities to netball and basketball. It is played by two teams of eight with four female players and four male players. That's a weirdly that's a weird weirdly yeah. specific rule. The objective, the objective is to throw a ball into a netless basket that is mounted on a three and a half meter, eleven and a half feet high pole. The sport was invented by Dutch school teacher Nico Brekenhauser in 1902. 
In the Netherlands, there are approximately 500 clubs and more than 90,000 people playing korfball. So could we just absolutely dominate in korfball? Dude, get Kevin Durant out there. He he crushes. Oh, no, I'm talking about videos me out you. there of korfball, dude. Oh, we would do well. We would do. We would do. We, hey, we would do fine. I would be gassed after one little round. Of yeah. It, Let's play some handball, dude. What about floorball, bud? What what is floorball? Is this like indoor roller hockey or something? Hold on, Jojo. Jo, jo. Floorball. Is this like floor hockey or something? Um, floorball. Here we go. Wikipedia, here we go. Type of floor hockey with five players and a goalkeeper okay, on so each. So it's floor team. hockey. Why don't they yeah. just call it floor hockey? Uh it'd be too it'd be too simple. All right, we got um. What was fist ball? Oh well, no! Look that one up. Fist ball. Fist fist ball. Yeah, let's look fist ball up. This is in Birmingham, bro. I will be here, bud. <laughs> let's do it. I'll come for this shit. I gotta watch some court ball. Hunter P. I'll buy tickets. So we'll get interviews. <laughs> let's get a media pass. Let's get a media pass. <laughs> All right, we got um. Fistball is a sport of European origin and is similar to volleyball in that players try to hit a ball over a net. The current men's fistball world champions are Germany. Uh, Duh. Obvious, obviously. Winners of both the 2015 men world championships and and the fistball category at the 2017 world games. While the current women's fistball champions are also Germany yeah. after winning the 2016 women's world championships. <laughs> they just play... Hey, what? Just so Germans, wait, are they just the Germans are just dominating. This is what Hitler fought for. Punching volleyballs over Fist ball. Fist ball. They finally won. They're, they're, the, they're the kings and queens of fist ball. Man. Fist ball looks kind of wild, bro. So I'm assuming it's volleyball where they're just using their fists. Dude, so. these. Yo, 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 yo. What? The field is gigantic. Unlike in volleyball where open hands are allowed. Okay, so. Each team consists of five players with players trying to play the ball across the net from one half of the field of play to the opponent's half using only their arm or closed fist in a way in which the opponents cannot return it. After clearing the net, the ball may be contacted up to three times by the five players on each team. So it's just volleyball, but you can't use open hand. Yeah. You're punching the ball. What the fuck? I feel like that would be super inaccurate. Dude, super inaccurate. That'd be an electric factory. And then we got, um, what else we got? Some weird shit. Uh, handball. We know what handball is. Yeah. Played handball a few times. Uh, back in the, the old, you know, elementary, middle I'm trying to days. watch Bolus. Bolus? You got Lyonnaise and Pat- Patank. The fuck? I have absolutely no idea. Oh, in which athletes throw or roll heavy balls, bowls. As close as possible to a small target ball. The aim of the game is to place one ball as near as possible to a target called the jack. The opponent attempts to place their balls close to the jack and, or to remove the balls that prevent them doing so. Interesting. Not really, but whatever. Um, tug of war? Nah. Not ever going to watch that. Nope. They're doing it at the UMB, UAB track and field complex. Yikes. What is I will go watch Ultimate Frisbee, bro. That is for sure. Yeah, that's the real like shame is do. the real shame is they're doing it all at John Carroll Catholic. Dude, it's literally right where I'm living. That's actually hilarious. Literally, I live across the road from John Carroll. That is awesome, dude. Dude, I'm trying to think of this game we played in middle school. And it was like apparently Joe Paterno made it up. It would be Who one of those obscure. Why do games I know that name, Joe Paterno? That Penn State old head coach. That was oh Sandusky. yeah, 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 yeah. I bet it had little kids involved. Well, we played in a middle school. <laughs> oh no, Paterno! Hate to see it. Um, what else we got? We got Wushu. Wheelchair rugby seems unnecessarily aggressive for people in wheelchairs. Yeah, I, I don't get that one. What? How how would you do wheelchair rugby? I'm trying to look up dance sport. 
Dude, this is nuts. July 7th through the 17th. Lacrosse. Yeah, you can sign me up for the World Games, dude. I really hope I can make that. I'm moving to Nashville like a week and a half before that. So. Oh, no. That's tragedy. I might have to back it up a month just for that. Dude, there's a there's a uni, unicycle hockey. That's a sport. Oh no, it's not, dude. I swear, I just saw it. That's definitely not. All right, what else we got to talk about? We've already hit our topics, haven't we? I think we have. Um, how was uh? What'd you end up in that disc golf tournament? We didn't talk about it, dude. But how'd I that lost, go, bro? I got second. Bruh. Yeah. You were winning. I was up by one stroke, and then this dude shot six under. Man. And novice, he went six under, yeah. Or seven under, one of the two. He beat me by three strokes, and I beat everybody else by four strokes. Damn, dude. How yeah, how you coming second? I mean, honestly, it's it was just a joy to be on the on the lead card. It was actually really cool. I was leading for the longest time, and then I went bogey, bogey, bogey. You know, hey, so, you get a couple of, uh, what is it, squares on your card, that'll fuck you up. I mean, I went bogey, bogey, bur- bogey, and then I went birdie, 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 and then bogey, and then birdie. I only had like three pars on the whole round. So it you was either I was throwing darts. Though? Yeah, it was either I was throwing darts or I was bogeying. I was some stupid shit. You make any like crazy I shots? I bogeyed a par four. Oh, yeah, I made two jump putts. I made two jump putts, and jump putting means outside of the first circle which is 30 feet 30 feet in diameter around the the basket outside of that first circle you can you can walk through the putt right so right. like you can it's just like throwing a disc in off the tee box you can walk past it but if you're inside of 30 feet you have to stay behind your placer your marker right you have to stay behind it and prove balance maintain balance in order to for it to qualify as a legitimate putt or it's a foot fault and that's a shot it's a stroke penalty so um I jump putted from like 45 feet once and then another one from about 35 feet. I made both of those. But um, it was a blast. I will say that. An absolute blast. Had a blast. I went, in going, I went in leading. I got a runner-up plaque that'll never go. <laughs> that'll never That'll never leave my car. What would have happened if you would have won? I would have got the first place plaque and it oh. would have been hung up in the in the game room. You wouldn't have gotten like 50 bucks or anything? You can't play for cash unless it's an open qualifier. So, only way to win cash in disc golf is to play in open in open class. So when we do an open that? class is what Macbeth plays in, and I'm not gonna be that's professionals. I'm not fucking doing that. Let's get to professional level, man. Dude, I'm dog water. You just came in second in a tournament, though. Yeah, in the novice division. Well, get in the pro division. Dude, all right. Let me just break it down. How many divisions there are before me? Before okay. pro division. Let's break it down. You got. Then. You got if we're novice, out here banging chains, let's go. You got novice, which is what I'm in. That's the lowest you can fucking possibly get. One novice, um, recreational, intermediate, three, advanced, four, open. So got I'm five away, four away, four away. But let's get my there, rating. Just to put this in perspective, my rating. I mean, they haven't updated it since that tournament. I shot, a, I got close to a 900 rated round, um, which is really good uh, on the first round because I went four under. Right. Let me look it up. But um, you want to be around, you want to be upper 900 rated to play in pro, pro, pro tournaments, and I'm rated a 780. That's not bad. That's a, that's a long way away, bud. 120? Ain't that bad. Yes. The lowest you can go is like a 650. Oh. Yeah. So, all right, here I am. See, I don't know this shit. You tell me a handicap, and I barely know what that means. So, uh, um, so uh, the the rating updates every for every second Tuesday of the month. So, mine won't update for another two weeks. But right now, I'm rated 780, and I played the Peach City Classic, which is what I got second in. Right, that was the one that you played in, just on what Douglas? Right, and no, in Clanton. Oh, it was in Clanton. That's the one. I'm, that's the one I'm playing in the PhD Classic. Yeah. Uh, I played that, and I went five under, and I'm a 780 rated player, 
And the guy that shot above me, so if you go, if you're rated above 850, you have to, you're required to move to intermediate or recreational. You're required right. to move to recreate to rec league. And the guy that won the tournament is an 844. So literally he's six points away. And how much did he, how many strokes did he beat you by? Three. But there you go. I was ahead of him by two after round one. So, hey. Was keep fucking climbing that ladder, baby. Dude, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep chopping that tree, bud. We're gonna, gonna get you to tree. the open level. Matt Matt did not do well. He did not. Did very bad. I don't know what happened, dude. What the hell happened in that second round, Matt? <laughs> Matt, oh, so your dog water. Fifty-seven. Matt went twelve over on the second on the second round. Damn, it sounds like my golf game. That is not good, dude. Our bookie went plus 26 on the tournament. Oof. Oof. That's a bad beat. First Oof. tournament and like fourth round ever, but he did go plus Okay. At least, round. hey, he's giving a shot. No, I like, I mean, you commend the shit like that. That's, that's, oh, yeah. that's good. Um, But yeah, just to put it in perspective, um, Rec League, Recreational League, the winner was minus 16. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Minus 16. What would the yep. open guys be shooting? Like minus 25? Um, oh, whaler or not. I wouldn't say whaler. Yeah, 25 is probably pretty pretty decent guess. Yeah. The rec league guy, the rec league guy and the intermediate league guy, they both had minus, they both wanted minus 16. That's actually not okay. Right. Um, what? How many rounds do y'all play? Two. Two rounds in one day. Okay. Damn, one day. So, that kind of stinks. Yeah, so I shot an 894 rated round um, my first round, and then 852. An All 852 right. rated round my second round. What's that average out to, around 870? Yeah, it was like 878 is what it averaged out can to. go, man. Hey, that's going to boost that score above 800. I don't I don't want that rating up too high. Too high or I can't play novice. <laughs> It's going to get above 800. Yeah, I'll be well above 800, but I think I'll probably like 820. Hey, that's solid. Yeah, I, I, that'll be right Hey, one more good good tournament. You might be right there at that 850 mark. No, and then that novice. That's, that's honestly not a cap at all, which kind of sucks. We're um, just out there to have a silly goose time, banging chains. I mean, that guy's at a 909. He's rated 909. Wow. Why was he there? And he didn't even win. So 909 would be pro level, right? Not really. No, it's, it's 926. So Trent Gardner, 926 rated, you can get into open class. Or gotcha. I think. Um, let me look up. There, there's actually a rule set on open class where you have to meet a certain rating or they won't even allow you in the tournament. Right. They won't even, They won't even take your money. Dude, have you seen that video of, I think I sent it to you or tagged you in it. It was literally like a arena of people and like, you know, kind of like golf does where they have stands, but for disc uh -huh. golf. And the guy where? bangs one in. It was a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple, like a month or two oh, ago. Oh, no, that wasn't an arena, bro. That was the Worlds. He was playing in the Worlds against Paul McBeth and he rang it. Yeah. Yeah. That. All right. So let me put this. Let me paint that picture for you. The reason the crowd went nuts. All right. This is hole 18. Okay. I thought this the, was just a casual tournament. No, no, no. Hell no. This was worlds, bro. That's the reason that crowd was so big. There's a couple thousand there. Um, so this is the world championships. Okay. This and is the Paul tournament. McBeth. Yeah. So these dudes are on lead card. Paul McBeth is leading him. He's already, Paul is the historic goat. Like he is the goat, the disc golf goat right now. Like ever period. And uh, he's the guy that won, got the million-dollar contract, $10 million okay. contract. Um, well, Paul McBeth is up by one going into hole 18. Well, Conrad throws a bad shot. McBeth throws an even worse shot. And Conrad's like got a birdie. Like, he has to birdie this hole. Right. Or it's chalked. You know, like it's over because... Macbeth's shot was bad, but Macbeth doesn't bogey. You know, like unless he goes OB, he don't bogey, bro. He just fucking he can he can he's just not gonna birdie some holes because he's right. 
He throws out of position. He's a par or a birdie guy. Yeah, I mean, that's the vast majority of all pros. But, um, so Conrad, this guy, James Conrad, has to ring this shot in order to have a chance. And he's two, two, 200 feet plus out. And he throws it and bangs it home. Then sprints. And this is a miracle shot. Like, that shot is extremely difficult. And he throws it right in in the biggest moment in disc golf annually ever. Like, hey, that is the biggest moment the plate annually. and delivered. And the guy threw it right into the chains. And Macbeth started laughing and, like, clapping. Like, he couldn't even, I mean, he was just like, all right. I mean, that's incredible. Sends it to a playoff, and then Conrad beats Macbeth in a playoff. Shit. Yeah. That shit was crazy as hell, bro. Well, what do you think those live odds would have been? So heavily weighted towards Macbeth. Play, throw a hundred bucks on, you would have been a millionaire. Damn near it, dude. Uh, yeah, that that actually happened, though, bro. That I remember happened. that. That was awesome. That was a cool video. It made the ESPN. Yeah, I remember the guy just took off running. Hell yeah, he did. I would have too. He won a couple hundred. Or uh, actually, let's go look at the purse. It actually probably wasn't that much at all. Um, uh, probably not even that much for being honestly. Yeah. What, um, here's there's junior disc golf worlds. No, 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 no. I want to find it. It should be the deaf national championship. Wait, what does that even mean? There's got to be a uh, world's thing. It'll tell you the purse and everything, too. All right, the Warwick Disc Golf Championships. Is that it? I don't... That actually may not be it. This year's world's paid payout includes more than $100,000 of added cash and top prizes of 16500 in MPO and 10000 10, in FPO. So they made no money. Yeah. You know, yeah, the imagine. winnings for the first place finishes are among the highest ever in disc golf, though the DPGT championships paid out 20000 to the winners in both divisions last October. That's nuts, dude. But yeah, so um, I'm going to get nothing but better, bro. I started figuring out how to putt. Um, my upshots were really good. I was okay. I was I was good off the tee box. I threw him pretty far, um, but uh, my putting was excellent. I missed two putts in my last round. That fucked me. But um, yeah, I, I'm getting better, dude. Breaking news. Okay. Yankees are finalizing a deal to acquire Cubs first baseman Anthony Rizzo. Goodbye, Luke Voigt. What? That's. That's game-changing there. The Cubs are really going for it. They're trying to get rid of Chris Bryant, too. Damn, they're really trying to clear house. Who did the Cubs acquire? Uh, I didn't see. That was just, you know, the headline, but let me see. Finalizing a deal. Let's see what happens. Uh, While I'm doing this, how is the own disc golf course going at the parents'? It's at a halt right now until we can buy baskets. Once they buy baskets, we'll just we'll do whatever. We'll 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 have her set up entirely. So the Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo aren't in the lineup today either. Of course they're not, dude. They're they played their last game as a cub. Let me see if I can find it on Twitter because there's nothing on ESPN. Of course. Rizzo. Rizzo trade. Am I playing the fall series? Yeah, I'm not seeing what the trade is for yet. No, I'm not. I'm not playing in the fall series. Um, 
That's big news, though. Wow. Yeah, I'm not sure on this one, man. That's a massive trade. I can't believe that the Cubs are really going like that. It's wild, bro. He's a he's a Cubs legend. Yeah, he is. Bro, I mean, when the they won that World Series, I mean, it was him and Chris Bryant. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Trade deadline. There's going to be some crazy more shit happen the rest of the night, too. We'll see where Chris Bryant goes. No doubt, dude. Let's wrap this up, dude. Yep, Excellent podcast, bro. Episode 76 is over, guys. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. I hope you all have a phenomenal weekend. If you're brand new, thank you for joining us. If you're a loyal listener, thank you for continuing your support. Y'all go like, rate, review, subscribe, follow our socials, check our merch out. It's actually really nice. Get you a cup or a mug or a sticker or a tank top or a shirt or some tights or a hoodie or a sweatshirt or a hat or a visor or a, or a fucking vehicle. We got all kinds of stuff. Um, thank you guys. I'm wearing the hat right now. Man. It's cool. Yeah, it is a nice hat. I will. I'll second that. It's a cool hat. Um, but yeah, guys, thank y'all for joining us. Episode seventy six. Uh, if you got a review, if you got any comments, let us know. If you got any criticisms, let us know. Um. But um, other than that, I hope y'all have a phenomenal weekend. Ryan, you got anything else? Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to us bullshit today. Hopefully some shit happens this weekend and next week, and so we can have a great podcast like last week. So That's thanks right. for hanging out with us, listen to us bullshit, and have a great fucking weekend. That's right, man. Y'all have a great weekend. Love you guys. Y'all be good. Peace.